turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. Hey, how's it going? That that was a weird delay, but we are back to discuss. Um, hold on, let me. There's something I have to fix. Hold on. So I am back to discuss Ted Lasso, and I guess I'll bring it back on. But D, how's it going? Good. Look, I let you be Ronstradamus last week, so let's not even start. Let's go. Let's go and get this started. You know what I'm saying? We can switch positions if you want me to just take over because I'm about to run a victory lap. Let's do it. Look, you. You got like half of something right. You got like half of something right. Like you got like Kendrick, please. Like you got like like you like are you, like, like, like you got like a vague assumption correct. Turn your head round. Like get on you, the ground. You've been you, robbed. You are a hater. You are anyway, a let's hater. Get to this episode. A big old hater. Are you done? Oh, your head is so large because there's so much hate stored right in this area. Uh, so much hate. So much hate. It's 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 filled with football knowledge, and I feel like I have to start off by explaining. Um, just what's going on with this episode. So, all right. Um, I'm pretty sure you have no idea what the FA Cup is, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, I'm going to break down the, the, the major tournaments in, like, English football specifically. So, as I said before, the, the just like a team could get relegated, uh, most teams want to get into the top four because if you get into the top four, then you're eligible for what's called the Champions League. This is like the best of the best across Europe, like the 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 top leagues in Europe send their top teams to the Champions League. So also in English football, there's a um, tournament that because, OK, so because you're preoccupied with the Premier League and you're preoccupied with the Champions League, there's also another tournament that big teams kind of don't care about, and that's the FA Cup. It's a big deal for um, smaller teams because they can't win a trophy, and you want to win a trophy. So, so yeah, the FA Cup is basically, um, as, as Ted wonderfully described it, a March Madness tournament of like the Premier League and Championship League teams. I shouldn't say championship league because that's the actual name of a tournament. Excuse me. So championship teams. So they play each other. And um, it's it's actually very entertaining because every now and then you'll see like a major top team get like dragged by a championship team because the championship team comes in. They're like, hey, we're just going to like, what do we have to lose? And they, they're playing all wild and stuff and they might catch them off guard. Like, so you might have a few occasions like that but yeah that's the that's the fa cup so like like the whole cinderella stories and all that stuff from mad men i mean march madness is like that in it yeah um because 
unfortunately Manchester United like did struggle with the um with the very with the, which is with the championship team before. So, you know, it, it happens. It happens occasionally, but oh. every now and again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well that's a good thing though, right? Keeps things interesting. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um but yeah, this is a big deal because we start off the episode with basically them going on a streak of wins because of the Rakeen effect. Like we we see like a, a cool little montage of them like going through like some wins there. They're obviously picking up momentum and is um is solely because of Roy, like at this point. So 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 D, like we kind of talked about it a bit, but you can kind of see like Nathan's like yeah, like he, he doesn't really like the the arrival of Roy Kent, does he? He does not. He um he's still very passive about it though, which at, at this instance I think him being passive is a good thing because Roy hasn't done anything wrong. Roy is a coach. And if you're jealous of his success or the way that the team relates to him, that's personal. That has nothing to do with Roy. Roy hasn't done anything to you specifically, Nate. So um I'm not sure what his situation is or why he's acting all, you know nuts but what it is i guess yeah so he i mean so like i said he he fancied himself to be like the the tactician but um roy is has come in and like he's really energizing the team like there's a that scene when they're at practice they're like hey it's the roy kin effect so so yeah obviously he's having the an effect on this team and he's a legend and whatever he says, like people will listen to, but um, we, we get a resolution to something like much quicker than I thought. Um, if you haven't noticed the name of this episode is the signal and we'll talk about why later, but um, D did you expect the, the Jamie um, Roy, I guess if we could call it beef, do you, did you expect that to be wrapped up so soon? No, but I'm actually glad that they went ahead to like, get it out of the way, I guess, in a way. Um, because the same at the same time that Ted said you're the coach for the whole team, I said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna come to a head and I'm glad it did in the way it did because it wasn't confrontational to the point of fisticuffs or anything. It was Jamie just kind of humbling himself, which I didn't expect. I did not expect him to do that, but I'm glad he did. It is funny that Roy said, well, take 4% out of my paycheck. I know. He was really like, well, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm really not the coach of the whole team. I'm the coach of everybody uh, but Jamie. <laughs> so, um, it just kind of, like, shows you how much disdain he has for Jamie, though. You know, Jamie Tart yeah. has brought it on himself in a way. But Roy is also just like an ornery old man. So, it's kind of a... a, yeah. a uh, it's not one side. It's not one of them making a bigger deal than the other one. But in this particular instance, Roy is in the position of power. So he was able to just kind of, you know, and again, Keely is the one that told him what to do. Also, I want to ask you about this. I'm going to stay with Jamie for a little bit. Um, and he didn't do it in a way that kind of like undermines Ted, but at the same time, it kind of speaks to Ted's coaching style, and and I wonder if he'll come up later. Um, so when they finally do have the breakthrough, and and Roy is like, "Fine, I'll, I'll coach Jamie," and Ted asked him, "What's wrong?" Um, yeah, Roy says, "You've ruined him." 
you you took away yeah. the one thing that you know made him who he is. Like, do you think they'll pop back up later? Got him passing and shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was funny that he said it because it. I got the perspective. I guess what you could say It's like he's saying you've taken pretty much the dog out of him. The mm. they call it. It's, he says it's a prick, but it's more so the 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 like willingness to win by any means necessary even if it means showboating if it, even if it means taking over so i i think he may have misspoken about him turning him into shit because i still think jamie needed that because of course that extra pass is what got him what he needed last season he just needs to know how to handle it and i'm glad that came up too because jamie was like well which when, when do i know to turn it on like i don't I have these, I have both these things now. So he's like a, a Bruce and a Hulk at this point. And mm. he's, he's, he has it inside of him at, at the ready, pretty much. And they just needed to let him know that it's okay to turn it on sometimes. And Ted did kind of take that away from him. He made it seem like it was a bad thing to, mm. to get into the other team's heads, to be a jerk sometimes. But that's just because Jamie was doing it all the time. Mm. So he just needed balance. And, I think that's like a, I guess in some ways a metaphor, because that's why you've got Ted and Roy. You need both. You do, because you can't just be super passive and you can't be super aggressive. So there's a question I want to like wait and save for the end of this episode, but you know what? We make the rules, so I will go ahead and ask it now. Um, So you have Roy Kent, this um, this legend who came in and uplifted the team, and now they're they're on a huge run. And you have Nate the Great, who, you know, his tactics alone helped them win the match. Um, so so yeah, where where does that leave Ted going for it? Like and yeah, that's that's all I've been thinking about. All right. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go ahead and get into it. Let's just go ahead and get into right. it. Yeah. Start my victory lap. Now, you asked me what was gonna get, we were kind of trying to spitball and try to figure out what was going to get Ted into seeing Sharon. Mm. My number one theory was that he was going to have another panic attack. Boom. What'd he have? Panic attack. Now, that's not just something that's just out of the way. It's not like I dug deep and figured out to the writer's brains because we've talked about this before. The writers are doing a very good job of leading you where you need to be. So mm. it's not like they're throwing it in your face, but it's there and it's subtle enough that they can call. They, they're, they're doing very good callbacks. I'll say that. So he has this panic attack. And my first thought was he was on a plane back home. Like, I thought he was gone. Like, I really mm-hmm. did, especially when I saw his jacket on the ground. I was like, Ted is leaving. Um, but it's kind of, in a way, I think, setting it up so that he can leave. Because my thought was, you got Nate, you've got Roy, Beard is there, but they kind of got the coaches they need because they won the match without Ted, clearly. Like he was literally gone and they won. So it's like in, in a way it seems it feels like they're setting it up so that Ted leaves and everybody's okay. Even with Rebecca, because I still ship them, but maybe not as much, I guess. So all right, so I'm trying to figure out a way they would do this and not 
and okay, it's because I'm I'm all for taking risk, but I'm trying to figure out a way they would do this that would make sense and not like jump the shark. But as you said, Richmond obviously has the 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 managers they need already. Ted was kind of wondering like what the hell he was doing there in the first place. I mean, are they better off without him? Like, what and, is he doing there? And and, pe- and people are going to start calling for Roy Kent to lead the team. See, you said that last week before uh-huh. before he even started his winning streak, and they immediately when Ted walked off, they were discombobulated in what they allowed them to score. Right, mm-hmm. so it it automatically went back to him being a wanker, you know, like mm-hmm. boom, there it is, it's Ted's fault. And my only question is, like at this point, what set him off? What do you think set the what, what was the panic attack about? So the, I feel like that was just a really like tense moment because it was like a really high pressure match. So I think just being in that moment and he almost like snapped out of like the Ted character. He looked around the the stadium and and heard the cheers and he, you know, and and he couldn't like blur that out anymore. So I think just the, the pressure of the moment got to him. I was thinking that too, but Okay, so the last time he had a panic attack, it was because he had to sign his divorce papers, right? Mm-hmm. When they were in, where were they? I don't remember where they were, but at they karaoke, were in Liverpool, yeah, yeah, Liverpool. At karaoke, he lost it, and Rebecca came and calmed him down, and you know, got him to the point where he could at least get back to his room. Well, this time earlier in that day, you know, he um, he got a call from his son's school. Oh, about his yeah, lunch. About that. And it kind of freaked him out, but he calmed down. He was like, oh, his mom is there. So I don't know if it's necessarily his son that kind of caused it, but it feels like he might be thinking that they're like, and again, remember I said we were going to, I think they were going to come back, the Christmas episode would come back, how they're kind of mm-hmm. living a life over there without him and they're fine. Mm-hmm. I think that may be a part of it because it's like, their life is going on and his son is there without his dad. I think that is something that is in Ted that's going to bother him more than, than he realizes or more than we realize, because like you said before, we've only heard him talk about his dad during a dark game. Mm -hmm. So obviously father son relationship means a lot to Ted. I'm thinking it had something to do with that. Maybe. I mean, the precious, the high pressure situation of course is what did it, but it just seems like, this isn't the first high pressure game he's been in. I'm thinking it maybe had something to do with that. Maybe. maybe. No, no. Now that you mentioned it, that would make sense. That that would make sense. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But I was happy to see him finally going to talk to her because he needs to. Like it's very clear yeah. he needs to talk to her. For sure. Yeah. And, and just the way that scene played out, um, like the way they were in, intercutting, like the different like locations make you think one thing like <laughs> it would have been creepy as hell. But like part of it was like, wait, is, is Ted at like Rebecca's, Rebecca's house? house. <laughs> yeah. That was my other guess. So I'm like, he's either on a plane, like at the airport, he's on a plane. And when they show, like you said, at her house, I was like, when she looks up, he's going to be sitting on her bed, mm-hmm. which is way out of line. But <laughs> yeah, like but fire him immediately. Yeah. Like right now, seriously, he should not be in your house. But I'm so glad they didn't do that because that's not cool at all. But um, of all the places he did go, I am happy that he went to 
her office. And I'm kind of wondering, like, what was he going to do if she didn't come back? Was he just going to sleep there? Just sleep there, I guess. Sleep it off. Okay. Yeah. But they won. Oh, yay. They they won. Oh, yeah. So let me let me explain this quickly as well. So, um, like, D, are you familiar with the concept of parking the bus? <laughs> All right. So parking the bus means you um you like really condense your 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 starting formation so like basically your midfielders are sitting right on top of your defenders and your forwards are like because we call them forwards because they're you know on the other half of the pitch across the byline so they're like you know up trying to score but we would draw them too and it's almost like we we just make like a like they're all like just really tight so, okay. not not even a line like 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 you like instead of like having space in your formation like you just bring them closer together okay. like almost like 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 think about in like in like american football with like a goal line defense that's basically what parking the bus looks like all right okay. so what nate did was actually was actually brilliant and, and it's, it's a nice little little touch of like um like soccer i guess strategy here so um we have Tottenham, who is allegedly like a stronger team, and he said they needed a goal too. So what he knew that them being the more pow powerful team, they would go in the attack even though, you know, they were parking the bus. Richmond was parking the bus. So the moment that they went for that, they did a counterattack. So, by the way, like the, the plus side of parking the bus is like you, you basically draw teams in. So that was they were able to break out of that and you know basically speed past the Tottenham team and score a goal in the counterattack. So it was actually it was actually pretty cool. So shout out to Nate the Great for you know parking the bus because opening opening um opening up the um the formation, which is where Rory wanted to do, probably will left them open for another goal, but parking the bus allowed them to attack on the counterattack. So shout out to Nate the Great. I was very proud of him. Um he was very he was assertive and he did not take no for an answer. And I was also very proud of Roy because he allowed him to do it. He didn't mm -hmm. like there was no ego. There was no, you know, what are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. He just backed up and was like, let him let him do it. I really, really like that. And I think, again, like you said, that's going to question where Ted's going to come in now, because he was nowhere in that situation. And Roy and Nate handled that very well together. Because and, you I mean, know what's wild, too, you know, but still, yeah, you know what's wild about that? Yeah. If if Ted was there, he would have been like, "No, Nate." I believe it. Yeah. I believe it because he's been he's been doing it recently. He's like very very much mm -hmm. um, underestimating Nate, and I don't know if he realizes he's doing it. It's kind of like a uh, Nemo. <laughs> you can't do it. You mm -hmm. can't do it. It's like uh, yes, I can. So. Um, I guess the other question about them is if if Ted it doesn't fit, does Beard fit? Where does he fit in? Because he knows more about the game than Ted, but what about coaching? I mean, so I do think Beard brings something of value because they make it a point to show us that Beard is like leading a lot of the drills and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. From a coaching standpoint, I feel like Beard has enough that would cross over in, into this into this world. 
Oh man, that that is. I, I really wonder if they're gonna go for that though, because that's that's pretty ballsy. If if Ted Lasso is just like like has to step down. Like, but Rebecca's not gonna ask him to step down. Unless, he would do it. He would do it himself. Yeah, that's what I say. Unless it's like a medical emergency, which honestly mm-hmm. it is at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's seen him have a panic attack before, so mm-hmm. she knows what it's like and how paralyzing it is. Because during the game, she knew she knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else thought he had to like go and you know <laughs> pull a uh, Paul Pierce, but. <laughs> she knew what it was, and she immediately went down to comfort him. Now, with that said, that brings me back to me shipping them, but also being okay not shipping them. And the reason I say I'm okay with it is because they're very much showing us that there's like no jealousy whatsoever, or we're not seeing any jealousy whatsoever when it comes to Rebecca dating and being with these other people. None at all. Ted is like, you know, good for you. And she has no problem like telling him these things or let him know that she's involved in dating and all that other stuff. Now, the counter to that was she did call him for a pep talk when she was about to talk to her mother, but it didn't feel like a romantic, you know, I'm reaching out to you because I love you. It was just legit like I need to talk to my friend because I need a battery pack. Because I'm about mm. to confront my mom. If they're just friends, I'm actually okay with it. What would be weird though is Rebecca and Sam. Sam oh, be sorry. Sam. Oh, that was ah. <laughs> uh, Sam that was, on the what? Yeah, that was now. All right. So we were talking about it. So I went back to watch. Mm. And there's not a part of the show that shows that they have any kind of like fiery chemistry, but they very much have a cute relationship. Mm-hmm. And by cute, I mean, it's like, it's almost like she cares for him in a, in a, you're just a darling porcelain doll and I have to protect mm-hmm. you kind of way now he mentioned like i said it was back in season one but when he asked her to come to their burning ceremony thing he was talking to her and she was just like oh so he was like oh no 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 no, it's not romantic like it's <laughs> it's not that even though i can see why you think that because you're very lovely so i'm like okay so the attraction's there but he was just like i just need you to come because you're a part of the team and i heard her say for you sam i will so i thought okay well that's interesting her goddaughter is in love with him. So that's also interesting. I don't know how that would play out. And then you mentioned that she told Keely to kind of like promote him more. Mm-hmm. So there's something there. And again, it could just be like a almost maternal love that she has for him, which is going to make it even more awkward when um, they find out. Because Sam doesn't know either, right? Or does he? No, he doesn't know. He, he has knows no clue. she's into soccer, but she he doesn't know it's her. Right. Ooh, that's gonna be weird. Cause they like each other. Like the the two yeah. personalities like each other very much so. Yeah. 
Oh, that is, yeah, that is going to be so, ooh, that's going to be so odd. They can't date, though, right? I mean, like, she's the only, can they date? Can they? They could do something. Can they? They can do something. Can, like, can they, though? Because, is it? Hey, hey, think about this. Like, Rebecca does like them young. She does. She does. But, but see, okay, so Keely doesn't. I won't say she doesn't count, but Keely and Roy are different because because Roy's a coach, Keely's in marketing, so she's that's something else, you know. Yeah, but the owner of the team. But the owner of the team, like this, because because think about this. So the fact that she basically told um, the the guy from Dubai Air, I'm not. Yeah, I am not. You know, getting rid of. Of Sam, I won't and, do it. Yeah, yeah, and, and now with this, yeah, not a good look. See, see, but I mean, it's it's not a good look. But being that we're kind of like on the inside, it seems kind of unfair. Like, what if they really did like each other? It would be unfair. They wouldn't be able to date each other or whatever mm-hmm. else. The biggest part, though, of course, is the conflict of interest because if they break up. I guess what happens then? She's not really involved in the team, so she really wouldn't have much to say. I guess. I guess. Nah. She. I don't know. <laughs> I just was. I just was not expecting Sam. I almost wish I had said Sam on a fluke, just so I could be right. But I never would have guessed Sam ever. But Never. it make it makes sense because of how polite Sam is. It's almost like Ted esque. So like they make it a point to show us like their text messages and and it reads like Ted. But we forget that Sam is like that nice and polite as well. Oh, I just want to round off my victory lap by saying though I did say that you did. Just... Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Just you, you did. But I just think it's because they just made it so right in your face and it, like you said it would have been too on the nose so i want great things for sam because i am like Rebecca, like i just he's just lovable and he's just sweet and he just seems like a kind gentle soul and i want good things for him i don't know how this gonna work with rebecca because clearly they would work banter has shown us that they the personalities, the people, the souls would be great. But a soul comes with a person. Yeah. So, I mean, is his daddy going to be like, you know, and when he get on, he leave your ass like that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. His his dad is not going to like I mean, that at all. I'm sure his dad wants him to marry a nice Nigerian yeah, woman. You know? Yeah. Not this like, older white lady from london and she's and she's european right like she's, she's yeah, from yeah, she, yeah she's british yeah. or british whatever but i mean and and come come your ears dr umar she she is a she is a brick house though she's a she is a powerhouse of a woman she is she she is she is she is something else but but no i feel you that on so many levels, it, it can't work. No, it can't. It it can't. But what? Okay, so what would Keely say? Keely would. Okay, so Keely would tell her to do it. 
What would Roy like say? Roy would probably be like, "Are you fucking mad?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those words, like those, it, that yeah. quote specifically, "Are you fucking mad?" Yeah, because you, you know, whatever it is. But I already know Kitty. Kitty be like, "Yeah, I mean, he's he's a fit young, you know." <laughs> you deserve happiness. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because he asked what she was looking for, and she said, "Love." I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just so. See, this is the this is the only problem with banter, is that you can't do like you don't know anything. You just know the person, so there's no like. I guess you can't filter by age or <laughs> mm-hmm. or or pay grade or or any of that. It's just like, what person do you enjoy? Now, the craziest part about this situation is that nobody considered this happening this in particular because yeah. Keely was like all of you get on the app you too Rebecca mm-hmm. like so like just by like probability it was, it was bound to happen it was ba- it was bound to happen well okay of course there are probably way more people on the app sure whatever but like from the ground floor, she was like, "Hey, we just got this new thing. All of y'all get on it." So they were probably on it first before they started wearing it on their kit, and then mm-hmm. everybody saw it and was like, "Oh, what is banter? Let me jump on it too." I don't know, man. It's just I, I was not expecting Sam. That's all I gotta say. And as I much as they have been talking about Sam through the last few episodes, it feels like we should have at least considered him, but no. Hiding in plain sight. Right there. It's beautiful. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. What do you think she's going to yeah. do? You think she's just going to be like, this can't work or or what? I mean, I And if I'm she a... does, if she does, if she just is like, this can't work, and he says, you know, I didn't realize it was you or whatever, are they still going to be kind of like thinking about each other? Or at least thinking about the person behind the screen before I knew it was you. I don't know. Like I, I'm inclined to believe that maybe something will happen, maybe a date or maybe more. But as far as like being together, being together, I don't know. But I, I'm curious to see what that first meeting is going to look like because surely she's not going to say like, "Hey, by the way, come to you know the Richmond Stadium." Yeah, come upstairs. Yeah. Um, come to my office. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to meet in a neutral place, and he's going to—he's probably going to be like, "Oh, Rebecca, what are you doing here?" I bet she's going to be like that. I'm waiting on, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or they're going to do something like, you know, I'll be wearing a flower in my hair, you know, something like that, and he's going to be like, "Uh, Rebecca, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know." Either. I don't know. And it's, I guess it's kind of cool, too, that they're doing this because they haven't shown any relationships outside of Keeley, yeah. right? Like, I mean, as far as the club goes, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we've got Beard and, of course, we've got Higgins and his wife. And I, I get all that. But I'm saying as far as the, the players go, the only relationship we've seen is Keeley. And that was both Roy and Jamie. But the rest of the guys, we haven't seen any of their love life. Well, except Danny Rojas, of course. Yeah, Daddy Rojas, Rojas. You know, <laughs> but that wasn't even a relationship. That was just, uh, you know, yeah. him being a famous soccer player. Yeah, 
So it'll be interesting to see something outside of it, even though I don't think it's going to stick, I guess, with Rebecca. Maybe it will. I don't know. Maybe it will. But what about Ted? What's going to happen with Ted? Um, I mean, obviously, he's going to have to unpack some stuff. So, um, typically, when you know you you, un- you unpack stuff, you you start to realize what you can do without and what you don't need, and you know, like you you have more clarity. So, um, and and yeah, my mind keeps going back to that. Like I, I'm 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 starting to not be able to see a scenario where where Ted is like, hey, I want to continue to do this. I can't see it. I see, like I said, I can see that they are writing an exit for Ted. The the team is going to be fine. Rebecca's going to be fine. But his son and his ex-wife are at home. And he struggled to say, he was like, his my wife, his my ex-wife, his mom, mm-hmm. You know, so I'm I'm thinking that is what triggered his panic attack. I could be wrong. I could. No, but I'm thinking that's what it was. And if that's the case, because he hasn't dealt with his divorce at all. He just kind of got divorced and was like, well, okay, I'm divorced and I'm in London. And that's kind of it, you know. And then, like I said, Christmas came and I'm sure that was tough because not only could he not be with him, but the conversation was cut short because he wanted to go play because he's a child. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I think it's like it's might be it might just be that feeling that he's doing OK without me, which is scary because it's not that he doesn't want him to flourish. It's just like I don't want you to not need me because I'm your dad or I don't want you to be OK with me not being there or I don't want it to. I don't want it to be OK, period. Not with necessarily. I don't want you to be OK. I don't want it to be OK that I'm not there. It shouldn't be OK. It shouldn't be acceptable because I'm your dad. So I can't think of a scenario either where he's just like, this is going to happen, especially if they keep winning. Because mm-hmm. he's done his job. Honestly, he came to make the team better. And by recruiting Nathan, really, and then bringing Roy, he's done that. Then Danny. And he got Jamie back. So, Okay. So, what if they move? But I don't know. Once again, that's almost like jumping. I was about to say parking the shark. That's almost like jumping <laughs> the shark because it's almost like it's almost like Scrubs when they made um, JD like um, I don't know the medical term, but you know what's the like the residents like the like the the, the doctor that the residents are under yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like when they made JD like that guy, and then they brought in like a new cast of people. Because I was about to say, like, what if they move Ted to like a front office role? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, that would be like jumping the shark in a major way. But I could, I could, I could, I could see that being like the 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 conclusion for the show. Making a chaplain or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Give some pep talks before the game. Have him out there eating a W like Jameis. I don't know. Just just have him there. You know. Have him <laughs> do what he do. But they could have him there in some capacity, even if it's just like the unofficial mascot or something. But mm-hmm. is that enough to keep you there? 
No. How, what What is enough to keep him there if he's not the coach? What's stopping right. him from going home? Unless he's in love with Rebecca or... So, I mean, I don't know. And again, they're not they're not writing it in that way. And that could be to throw us off. I mean, it very well could be. Because she's doing, I mean, she's doing what she do. She she's getting her needs met, seems physically. Um, it, she was getting them met emotionally with banter. I don't know how that's gonna go again. So mm, she's looking, I don't know, maybe it's just because I know she's looking for love. And it doesn't feel like Ted's ready for that anyway. So putting no, it together would be kind of odd. And, I mean, yeah, and I never do it next it season. Yeah, I was about to say, I never expected it to happen this season anyway. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's something that'll be like, like, oh, we loved each other all along type thing. I, I, I still would be okay with that, I think. Um, I think it honestly may be hard if they don't date Sam and Rebecca, if they don't date, I still think it's going to be awkward or maybe even hard to watch them together because mm-hmm. they'll quietly be pining for each other, knowing that that it doesn't work or that it won't work, but still knowing what it could be. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'm interested to see how it works out. I will say that. Yeah, so am I. So, so, so tell yeah. me in soccer terms, how many games are left or whatever like what's next what do they have to do to to be promoted so they just have to they just have to finish like at the top of the the league which is the championship and then they'll get promoted so they just so how many give me an estimate how many games do they have left yeah um did they give did they tell us where they were like did they give us like a like a month or something i can't recall but if i had to guess this I, I know we're on the other side of Christmas, so this yeah, would likely be like, like this would likely at the latest. Be, yeah, I was about to say this would likely be February or March. Like at the late. Well, he said March Madness, and maybe that was just a metaphor, or maybe yeah. it's literally March. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it would be around March if they're like okay, so they're in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. So yeah, it's likely around March leading against April. Mm-hmm. The season concludes in May, so okay. So yeah, they're at the end. They're selling it. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Um, do you think Nate's stuff is resolved though? His inadequate no. feeling inadequate and all that stuff on the team. You think that's gonna come back, or do you think there's a good balance with him and Roy? Because Roy was very impressed and he had no problem saying you did a great job. You know, like mm-hmm. pretty much I'm proud of you. That was a hell of a coaching job. And Nathan was just kind of like, I know, you know, it was a weird feel. Yeah. But he, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't seem as bad as, as it's been, I guess. But it's going to his head now, though. It is. He, he's going to expect them groupies. Mm-hmm. I just hope he doesn't go, become ridiculous. Like just. They level, but I guess that's hard to do when you're not used to it, especially. Yeah, I feel, I feel like with him, like I could, like it's gonna be wild to say this, but the wildest thing this show could do is have like another team hire Nate because he he is on the scene now. He Ooh. is like like, like because, his head coach. 
not maybe not even head coach, but like because like I, I don't want to like I, I just said everything about the FA Cup, but I don't want to underestimate like not even underestimate. I just don't want to like understate what they did because you have like this little measly team beating like what's a perennial like top six Premier League team. Like even if it is just the FA Cup, that's still pretty major. So. And Nate was interviewed after that, so he is on the scene now. Like people know who he is now, so I could see maybe teams oh, <laughs> teams coming. To, yeah, which which was such a such an asshole thing to do anyway, because in German it does like like the Germans and English like it, it is Wonder Kid. So that was such a asshole thing to do. Get that, but ain't he too old to be a Wonder Kid anyway? I mean, yeah. I don't know how old Nate is anyway. I'm assuming like early what? 30s. But when I think Wonderkin, I'm thinking like under 12, right? Like a child. I don't think a young adult is a Wonderkin. I don't know. Like one of like the best managers in the world right now, like just turned thirty, and they're referring to him as that. So I, I get it. I guess. Let me see what the definition is. One wonderkind. Okay. No, you you are no, you are you are right. No, okay. It says a person who achieves great success when relatively young. So relative is the is the kicker. So if he's relatively young for a soccer coach, then then yeah. I guess. Is he relatively young for a soccer coach? I mean, yeah. Okay, well, Wonder Kid, oh, sorry, Wonder Kid, it is. I hadn't even thought about him going to a new team. He better not. Do you think he he feels any loyalty to Richmond? No, like Nate wants Nate wants greatness. So he and just, groupies. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want him to leave, but if it's good for him, I mean, I guess. He's going to go to City. That's because <laughs> <laughs> the way I pronounce it, it cannot, it can't be right. It can't, but okay. I guess it is. So if he, if he goes, does Roy just move to, okay, so say Nate leaves, just, just mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking here. Nate leaves and Ted is on medical leave. Mm-hmm. Does Beard become the coach, or is or is or is I mean, more the man? It, it would be up to Rebecca, and she can hire um, Roy as the interim coach. So yeah. All right then. Okay. What's yeah. Leslie's job? What is he? What is his real like? What's his title? So he's director of football operations. So in American okay. football, think of like think of like the GM. Okay. So he, but he doesn't make any decisions when it comes to staffing and. So he um, manages like the finances, contracts. Mm-hmm. He, um, like, so for instance, like, let's say, um, like, let's say Ted is like, hey, I want this player. Um, Leslie's job would be to evaluate that player to see if like the fee is worth paying and then like basically going out to get that player. That's why his his vote had weight with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes perfect sense now. 
makes perfect sense because he remember he was the thumbs up. We remember it. We were, you were saying that Ted was going to be the tiebreaker, but I was like, it, it, I guess it could have been Leslie. Just got two votes. Yeah. Really. But okay, cool. All right then. Well, that was episode six. So we got. Episode six. Is it ten episodes or eight? I'm pretty sure it's ten. Okay. So Last season was ten as well. Yeah. Three to go. Have you enjoyed the season so far? I really have. I have. Um, I I know um, there are some people who may not like it, but to me, I think it's brilliant because it ex- it is basically exploring what was already there. So nothing they've done this season seems like out of out of character basically because the the seeds were planted in the first season this is just the continuation of that like yeah on the outside everything looks happy but let's dig deep into like what's underneath so so yeah i i've really enjoyed the season as well the christmas episode may have thrown a lot of people off because i was kind of like what are we doing but i still think that we've gotten quality content i i, I still think it's really a, still one of the best shows i've ever seen so I'm enjoying it very much. Hopefully it ends well. And you said it's supposed to be three seasons. You sure? Like that's confirmed? Yeah, Jason Sudeik is like when wow. it was um, when it was renewed, he was like, we're we're doing two more and then we're done. All right. Well, that it, it makes me happy in a way though. I'm not I've gotten to the point where I don't get sad when shows end if they end well. I would much rather end well than just, you know, kind of go on and on and on mm-hmm. and on and on and run out of source material and then mm-hmm going <laughs> so i'm I'm okay with it but i hope that we still get content coming in because when one one show ends i need something else to you know just as good or better to come up so we'll see yeah we got yeah we got a lot of good stuff on the way so you know just keep on the lookout for what we may recap next yeah uh, we, we got an idea it's gonna be exciting yeah, we have a we have a few things in mind, so you know, just just keep listening. But um, also just let us know how you're liking Ted Lasso. So yeah. yeah, just let us know your your thoughts, your feelings, how you feel about season two in comparison to season one. Even though, um, as they say, let's not compare two bad bitches. But like, just let us just let us know just let us know what you're thinking about season two. But um, and if you give us a thoughts, good tip. If you give us a good tip and you were right, we might let you come on here and run your victory lap. Maybe. I don't know about all that. Maybe. So let us know. It's hard enough dealing with you as is. I don't need some. <laughs> maybe else. start dancing again, brother. Yeah, please stop. New flows coming. Be patient, brother. Be patient, but, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but that is all that we have for this episode. As always, thanks for watching. Until peace. next time. Peace.